0: hey everyone and welcome to sunday night's main event we are more than just a weekly radio show we actually have a whole podcast of shows that come out each and every single day we have a whole team that reviews shows from raw smackdown dynamite rampage new japan impact stardom and everything in between and you can catch those shows if you are part of our patreon over at patreon.com slash snme radio the next show is a bit of a different venture for us here at SNME as we take a look at the life and career of Ontario independent wrestler Matthew Grant. He and Uncle Bob B take us on a journey of Matthew's career as he ventures the Ontario independent scene from referee to wrestler. And we get the highs and the lows and special guests and stories. This is very different from us here at SNME, and we're proud to be teaming up with THT, the handshaking team, for this awesome venture. So huge thanks to THT, and if you like what you hear, head on over to patreon.com SNME radio, and for just $5 every month, you can get this show and every show that we have on the network straight to your podcast catcher and inbox. That's patreon.com SNME radio. So without further ado let's get to it
1: the following program is presented to you by THT the handshaking team right here on SNME radio listener discretion is advised Welcome to the pilot episode of Setting the Standard, right here on SNME Radio, brought to you by the Handshaky Team. I am your host, or at least I am one half of your host. I'm My name is Bobby B, and if you don't know me, you're about to. So today we're starting uh, something new. It's a brand new audio adventure. It's a bit of a chronicle of the career of uh, a guy who's been around the indie scene for quite a while, and he, he's done, just run the whole gamut of roles in the industry he's done just about everything you can do and he's been known as under several names i've heard him referred to as the connoisseur of red bull i've heard him referred to as the promo paragon and i've heard him referred to mostly by himself as the standard and of course i'm talking about hamilton ontario's own matthew grant matt great to be with you here
2: man This is a real thing. This is a journey we're starting. This is something that's as true as can be at this point. Ladies and gentlemen, Happy New Year and welcome to SNME. Welcome to Sanding the Standard. I am Matthew Grant. Uh, Just to give you a brief introduction about me, because, you know, that's what we're here to talk about. Uh, It's crazy that this is an actual thing that's happening. So thank you to SNME. Thank you to THT uh, for the opportunity. But yes, I am Matthew Grant. I have been in several roles in professional wrestling. I used to be the host of the weekly wrestling podcast, one of the most successful podcasts in Ontario independent wrestling history. Um, I used to be an Ontario independent referee. I dabbled a little bit in commentary, uh, ring announcing, and now I have the honor and distinct pleasure of being a professional wrestler. So we're going to dabble into a little bit of the journey of, uh, my, almost decade-long run in professional wrestling thus far. Uh, You're going to hear crazy stories. You're going to hear fun times. You're going to hear probably me getting really angry at some (laughs) points. But, uh, yeah, this is what we're here to do, man.
1: I'm, I'm super excited to be a part of this with you. Uh, we've got a lot that, that we've got planned for this, this series. Uh, we can bring, we're going to be bringing in some people. We're going to be talking about a lot of things. We're going to be having a lot of fun, cracking some jokes, putting a lot of people over. Uh, but speaking of putting people over today, we're, we're putting some matches over, in fact.
2: Yeah, it's, uh, my top five matches of 2022. Um, I've made this list very public on my social media, which you can follow me at Matthew Grant first days of four. You could follow Uncle Bobby B on Instagram at the real Uncle Bobby B, but we're going to get the social media out of the way. Yeah, we're here to talk about some matches today and I'm super excited to talk about my 2022. Uh, 2022 was a big thing for me as I, I felt like as my. You were to shine as a singles wrestler, and we're going to dive a little bit into that. Um, I've had the distinct honor of wrestling some of the top guys in Ontario, uh, getting opportunities uh, to wrestle for some top championships in Ontario. So uh, let's let's dive right into her and start with the honorable mentions.
1: Awesome. So i I, I was going to say you had an amazing opportunity to wrestle at Brock University this year.
2: I was going to say so. When I put this list together originally, um, and it's nothing to knock my December whatsoever, but I wasn't expecting too much out of December. Um, but then, as you know, with professional wrestling, uh, you show up with your gear and sometimes you get a spot. And that was the case for me on a couple of the shows that I happened to do in December. Uh, as I got the opportunity to wrestle, like you said, at Brock University for HWE. Um, that match was very very fun. Um, It's probably one of the weirdest dynamics ever, because if you know Clay Wilson, and he's somebody who I'm going to be talking about and putting over quite a bit on this podcast, because I think he's absolutely incredible and the best human being, but Clay Wilson is anywhere else in Ontario, like, the most hated guy. But Brock University, HWE that night, it was like a, a bizarre world, crazy universe going on, As he came out to a different song, he had the crowd singing along. He dumped beer on me, hit me with this championship. It was a crazy night at Brock University for HWE.
1: Was that planned for Clay to be not normal Clay? Not normal Clay Wilson?
2: Well, for me, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, um, it was a little bit of me being like the most hated guy in the match, as well as I believe he used to go to Brock University as well, so it was a little bit of a homecoming for him uh, as his, well.
1: Yeah, his alma yeah. mater. Gotcha.
2: Yeah. So gotcha. it was really cool. It was a cool moment to be a part of, and uh, once it gets up online, I really recommend seeking that match out, because it was a lot of fun. Uh, it was myself, Clay Wilson, uh, Kyle Boone, Moradis, and Evan Greenaway. Seek it out.
1: Excellent. And, you know, again, with the opportunities, it's it's something that I know... A lot of Ontario, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, indie wrestlers aspire to is to get that, uh, that match, that debut at Destiny Wrestling. And, uh, you managed to pull that off in December too.
2: Yeah. So there was a very few bucket list goals for me left in Ontario. Um, in terms of like promotions that I wanted to wrestle for. And Destiny was on like the top of that list. Um, Destiny is some. Where, where as the podcast grew, as I grew, um, I watched Destiny grow and it's no secret. Like when you're talking about the upper echelon of Ontario, when you're talking about the upper, upper, upper echelon of Canada, if I could speak properly, it's so excited I was to be on a Destiny wrestling show because Destiny wrestling is the place to be when it comes to the independent scene. And to get that opportunity, um, to get thrown out of the ring by Ren Jones, who is an absolute professional and who ended up winning the match, by the way, I would just like to point that out. So, not too bad, not too shabby being thrown out by a winner, but um, to have that opportunity was something I was super excited for, and I'm very happy to have pretty much capped off my 2022 with that.
1: Fantastic! I mean, I was there for it, it was great. And if you're listening from outside of Ontario and you don't know Destiny Wrestling, like Matt said, is kind of the, the higher end of, of the indie scene, not to knock any other promotions, but Destiny just puts a lot of production value into their, into their promotion and, and that kind of thing. Uh, so that was, that was great to see, to, to see you there. And then my
2: biggest knock, my, sorry, my biggest knock on Destiny for years, and I think it was a lot of people's was like, there was no content coming out from Destiny. People wanted to see their shows and see what they were all about. And they're starting to get that out there now on their YouTube channel. Um, I know that's going to be more of a frequent thing as well. So check them out. Uh, Destiny Wrestling, they've hosted some insane matches over the years. They were actually the, the venue where both Josh Alexander and Speedball Mike Bailey got signed to Impact Wrestling. So. I was it's there for it's both one of those. those. It, it was one of those. Man, it's one of those buildings. It's one of those atmospheres that you just have to be a part of. Not only as a fan, as a wrestler, as a performer, it's just again the place to be.
1: And not to go off on too much of a tangent, but just to put it in perspective for you, Josh Alexander, who finally is being acknowledged as one of the best in the world, almost universally. It's it's over the past couple of years, he's really solidified that. Uh, he's been the champion at Destiny for the last. I don't know, four or five years, give or take a couple minor hiccups. I mean, we've got to see that guy work on a regular basis. And, uh, it was, it was absolutely incredible. So to see you get your shot there, I really enjoyed it. And hopefully it's not the last time. Uh, but speaking of shots, you definitely took some shots because you wrestled against a guy who hits hard and I'm talking about big Ben Ortmans.
2: Ben, um, one of my best friends on the planet. Um, a, somebody who I've watched really take himself seriously, and that's again no knock to like what he was doing before, but like these last couple of years, the Big Ben we're seeing come out of, you know, like the the, the performer, the the attitude, the 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 game changing that he's bringing to the independents, and not only as a performer but as a promoter uh crossbody pro wrestling says baby and i've had a chance to do some really cool shit at crossbody which i'm sure we're going to be talking about on this podcast and one of those very things was getting a chance to have the singles match with ben um i didn't know what was going to be going on going into this year with crossbody as uh, i was a tag team guy beforehand and uh we're going to be talking about that with one of the matches on my list but uh this was one of those matches for me where i got the prove that i could hang in a singles capacity, not only across body, but just as you know, my my own person, uh, not with Empire, but the standard Matthew Grant being a uh, solo act. I, I
1: mean, this year has really been your your breakout solo year because uh, I've seen you work a lot of solo matches, and uh, you've definitely kind of solidified your reputation that you're not just a tag team guy. Like a hundred percent, you you've done that. You put the work in to do it, and you achieved it. Uh, so so fantastic match with Ben at Crossbody Pro Wrestling, of course. And then you had uh, you had a match with Josh Sin at HPW, which is Hamilton Pro Wrestling. Tell us about that.
2: Hi, HPW is really special to me. Um, it's where I trained. Um, I've been a part of probably ninety five percent of the shows. Uh, only missing literally any shows that I couldn't do because I was doing another event. Um, it, it's one of those things where. For the first time in HPW, I was almost in a bit of a veteran role, and it's the weirdest thing to say out loud, but uh, we lost the Tag Team Championships at the end of December, and it was one of those things where I wasn't too sure what we were going to be doing going forward with HPW. Um, JT and I, David and I, my brother, um, (laughs) we we decided to kind of not go our separate ways, but do a little bit more singles work in HPW in 2022, Uh, so I had a triple threat with Josh and Doc Richards, got attacked after the match. I ended up having to miss the March show, I believe, actually due to crossbody, if I'm not mistaken, and then uh, going into... The next show, I was in a six-man tag against the Careless Dynasty, where he also got a chance to beat me again. And last and certainly not least, this match, this street fight. Uh, the very first time that Thumbtacks used in HPW, I'm very proud of that. Um, it was crazy how that came to be. It was something I would have never anticipated Rip to allow, but uh, it did happen. It was an atmosphere. When it comes to that Germania Club, man, um, there's a lot of shows that do run there now, but HPW is just one of those shows where it's almost because it's a student show. It's a lot of like the friends and family that normally don't come out to the rest of the events. So they're very unfamiliar with what you're going to see at a normal independent wrestling show. So and this was also the very first time that my niece had seen me wrestle, too, which is crazy. Got thrown down a flight of stairs, hit with a rock band guitar, hit with a bunch of weapons. So she got the time of her life in the best and the worst ways that night. Um, I did come up on top victorious. I made sure to throw her my shirt at the end of that match as a little bit of a souvenir. So, um, Yeah, that that match is really special to me. I'm really happy with my HPW run in 2022, and that was that was really up here for me. I, I think
1: we definitely got to get Rip Impact on here one, one day and just talk about the whole story about why Thumbtacks is such a big deal. Uh, we can explain it, but I think it'll be better to just hear it come from Rip. Uh, 100%. <laughs> Uh, so moving on from that, we're, we're looking at, uh, Barry Wrestling. And if you don't know Barry Wrestling people, you really should check them out. The content is up there and they are, they are one of the top promotions in Ontario. I'm telling you, they put on some great, uh, really family friendly shows, which is, which is great. Uh, and they, they put out an outstanding product. So tell us about the match you had with, uh, Puff and Pretty Ricky and Haley. <laughs>
2: Oh my god, that match is something else. Uh, Barry Wrestling is, the best way I can put it, the sleeper promotion in Ontario. A lot of people slept on it for years while it just continued putting on show after show after show after show. of constant good matches, constant good wrestling. And they've gotten to that point where the production's there, so they're putting out their content now on a frequent basis. So people are actually getting a chance to see what Barry is all about, and that's something that makes me very happy because I've watched Barry Wrestling grow from the bottom up. I've watched him grow from literally one of the most slept-on promotions to one of the most talked-about promotions in Ontario. So uh, in terms of this match, uh, real-life Blastoise, that's really all I have to say when it comes to Puff. Pretty Ricky, man. Uh, we brawled literally all around the Ferris Lane Community Church, uh, from his gimmick table to the VIP area. I got thrown in a trash can at one point. He used a guardrail on me. I got double stomped from Puff's shoulders. On There was so much going on in that match, and that just, as it pertains to me, I couldn't keep track of all the rest of them. Um, that match was a lot of fun. I watched the footage back, and I'm like, it was a legitimate chaos, not only for us, but the camera crew that had to film it, um, oh. keeping up with everything that was going on.
1: <laughs> Can't even so, imagine.
2: My my big goal for 2023 is to be a regular at Barry Wrestling. Uh, I think they have amazing shows going on, and that is one of those places where I'd like to be a regular because not just of how far they've come, but how far I've come, and I think... The intertwining of finally getting an opportunity to do at least a a, a decent program with Barry would be would be awesome.
1: Absolutely. And shout out to to Sean Gibson and the team at Barry Wrestling for just grinding it and putting out great shows and doing it organically like they just kept putting on good shows and people started more people started coming word of mouth spread and they've got a really good thing going over there. I make the hour drive anytime I can to go see them.
2: Yeah, if you're in the GTA and you're not going to Barry Wrestling, you're legitimately doing yourself a disservice. Like, Sean, Jim, uh, Brian, like, the the whole crew there at Barry are absolutely killing it and doing it on a monthly basis as well. So check them out.
1: See, told you we're putting people over, and it's Barry Wrestling now. So the last <laughs> one of the honorable mentions before we move into the, the top five of 2022, we've got your match against Fight or Flight, which, of course, Gabriel Fuerza and uh, Von Vertigo, and uh, that was against Amazingly Sweet, where it was a triple threat, I believe.
2: Yeah, triple threat tag uh, at, say, the C4 uh, tag tournament show back, I believe it was in September, if I'm not mistaken. Um, So for me, C4 was absolutely on the top of that list. Uh, Like, I had the chance to cross that off before the Destiny thing and that happened uh, a couple times this year, and I'm very thankful for that on the pre-show on one show and then getting the opportunity to do a main show uh, against Fight Flight and against Amazingly Sweet. Um, Alex Bass and Christara, two that are coming out of the IWS school who have come a long way as well. It was also their C4 debut. Gabriel Fuerza Von Vertigo, Like, what more needs to be said about those guys? If you're familiar with the independent scene, you should obviously be familiar with those guys. If you have not seen any of these guys work Stop what you're doing right now. Literally stop this podcast right now. Go to YouTube, type in Von Vertigo, type in Gabriel Fuerza, fight or flight. These guys are absolutely amazing. Um, I I can't even say enough good things about these two. I truly believe we're going to see these two get signed sooner rather than later. Um, they're that talented. They're that good. And to have the opportunity to share the ring with them. And again, with uh, Chris and Mason there as well for C4 wrestling for such a prestigious tag team tournament um, was something that I wasn't really anticipating happening this year, but I, I really don't have the words to describe how happy it made me to have that opportunity um, and to share it as well with my brother, with my tag team partner, JT Kirk, who we used to make the the five hour plus drive when we were doing the podcast just to check out those events. So to to make that same drive now to get a chance to perform on those shows is astonishing to me literally blows my mind. So, uh, C4 wrestling, like it's literally the home base of guys like El Generico, Kevin Steen. Um, you know, you got guys now that are mainstays there. Uno, Stu Grayson, Uno, speedball, Mike Bailey, TDT, like the list goes on and on and on of all the guys that have passed through C4. Uh, it, it's an honor to put my name in the record books with those guys to have been on a C4 show. And I hope again in 2023, that that is another opportunity that I get. Uh,
1: I can 100% echo everything you're saying about C4. Uh, it's it, it's about a four hour drive for me. Anytime my schedule allows and I can get tickets, I'm down at a C4 show. The crowd is a different vibe than you get in the GTA. The matches are top class. The talent that comes through there is amazing. Uh, shout out to Alex Mays and, and Kristara. Like you said, I've seen them work before, both, uh, here in Montreal. Uh, they're definitely coming along and, and putting in the work like you have. So they're going to reap the benefits like you have of having that, you know, C4 experience under your belt, the Destiny debut, all these great things you've experienced this year. And now we're moving into the top five great things in terms of the matches, five. you know. <laughs> The top five so we got one that took you all the way out east to nova scotia uh and new Acadie pro how was that
2: so uh it's actually new brunswick uh um, sorry excuse regardless. me new brunswick
1: i beg your pardon new brunswickers <laughs>
2: um maritimes debuted at Acadie pro against two of literally the best that the maritimes have to offer and uh hollywood cole and charlie hubley um I've gone on record to say I want a round two, a round three, a round four, a round five with these guys. I, I truly think that Empire and Legit are legit together. Uh, I think if you add Chantel into the mix and we do Legit Savages against Empire and you add Crystal Moon into the mix, we got something special there as well. So I think uh, for our very first time touching, it was a fun little match. And the thing about Akati Pro, too, the thing about like Maritimes Wrestling is... They don't get to see as much wrestling as we get to see here in Ontario. So when a show goes down, like they're all in. Like the the crowd was super into the show. The wrestlers were super pumped to do the show. Uh the promoters were super pumped to put on the events and uh provide for their uh for their fans, the hard earning crowd, so or the hard earning uh You you know what I'm trying to say here. Um, (laughs) The point being that getting the chance to go to New Brunswick and make that 18-hour drive to show what Empire is all about on a different platform um, was something that I, I, again, wasn't expecting to happen this year, but the the opportunity presented itself and we couldn't say no. And now I'm just itching at the bit to get back out there. Um, I want to mix it up with everybody out there. And that's the point of... Uh, what I've been saying on social media over the past little while. I just want to travel, man. I just want to wrestle different people. I want to experience everything about the independent scene because I truly believe if uh, Ontario is as special as it is, if the Maritimes is as special as it is, there's a ton of different scenes, not just in Canada, but all over the world that I want to get a chance to witness too. So, uh, The Maritimes was a fun, fun time, and I I hope to get the chance to go back there in 2023. I, I
1: think you're going to, and, uh, I'm, I'm also looking at to, get, I've never gone out east. I've been out west, not out east. I want to get out there too. Maybe we'll, we'll coordinate something when you're, when you're working out there. Uh, that sounds great. Yeah. And it, like you said, it's something to be said for we, we're kind of spoiled for choice in, in southern Ontario. We got a lot of promotions. I think there's what, yeah. six in Hamilton alone, uh, at least. Yeah. So. Like four or five, <laughs> six, something like that. But, but I mean, you go out West and there's not a whole lot of places for people to work and you go out East and maybe there are some places, but the shows are more sporadic. So when they happen, they're really special. Not to say it's not special here, but you know, that lack of frequency makes them more of a big event. And I guess they got more of that Absolutely. big event feel rather Absolutely. than like, we're doing this every, you know, two weeks. We're running the show. It's, it's a more of a production and kind of thing. You know what I'm trying to say? Neither of us can do words today. <laughs> Why use many word when few word do trick? Okay.
2: That's it. So That's it.
1: We'll uh we'll talk about another one uh you had going back to HWE again and we opened with the street fight at Brock University HWE but this one was against uh Tyler Arrow. Tell us about <laughs> that. We're going to
2: be we're going to be talking about HWE quite a bit when it comes to this list because um HWE really gave me the chance to grow as a singles performer in their promotion this year as the Cruiserweight Champion. Uh, I went into last year having won the championship and wasn't exactly sure, honestly, A, how frequently they were going to run to give me the opportunity to defend that championship, as well as uh, wasn't too sure who I was going to be facing in said defenses. Uh, we get did a couple of... Um, Battle zone tapings which is really cool Um, I'm actually helping a little bit more On the production side and the behind the scenes side With HWE as well so To see a little bit more of uh What they've been doing kind of come to fruition Is really cool and to get This opportunity to be the Cruiserweight Champion um, To have an opportunity To face off against one of my best friends One of my best rivals in Tyler Arrow is something truly special too uh, I believe this is the best match We've had against one another we've been in Cages and our no, not cages, I apologize. Several ladder matches, uh, Kendo sticks on a pole match, uh, singles, tag trios, you name it, we've had it against each other and we had a chance to have this championship match. Um, it was originally supposed to be against Sway Archer. Unfortunately, he got injured going into the match. So uh, it was like a couple days before when I found out it was going to be Arrow. And I was super stoked because we've got a chemistry in the squared circle and like I, very few people that I, I've had chances for share the ring with. So I, I recommend checking this one out. I truly believe not only one of my best matches of 2022, but one of my best matches of my career. Um, that crowd was rocking that night and on a show that had, you know, the Bollywood boys, Serena Deeb and many others on it. People were walking away talking about the match that Tyler Arrow and Matthew Grant had. So I think we did something special that night at Don Col of arena. And that was just the start of my cruiserweight run. So uh, <laughs> we'll be getting to the end of it very soon.
1: <laughs> well, you did, you did have some great title defenses. I was there for a few of them. HWE shout out to them. They've been, they've really been putting on shows and working hard to grow and, and put a lot of content out there. So shout out to Ronch and EC. Uh, it's fact what that they have
2: their own fricking network. HWENetwork.net is mind blowing to me. Um, they put out their content on a, uh consistent basis they've got like extra stuff as well uh shows and uh special stuff they did during the pandemic i i did a match on a freaking beach for hwe at one point so yeah go go check out the hwe network it's super cheap and they've got a shit ton of content on there from different promotions swell HPW, mcw a ton a ton of stuff on there so check it out
1: check it out indeed and uh we're going to talk about a, a, a mutual friend of ours uh, at this next one. And we're going back to crossbody pro wrestling out in Cambridge. And we're talking about, uh, the, you know, the wolf we're talking about Holden
2: Albright. Holden Albright, Um, my dude that, uh, convinced me not to quit once upon a time. And probably has convinced me to not to quit many of times, but, uh, I, I wasn't quitting on that night. Uh, March 20th this year is actually JT Kirk's birthday. It was a match that I don't think I'm ever going to forget. Um, it was my first ever singles opportunity. On a crossbody show, I just lost the Blue Ribbon Championship, so I wasn't even sure if I was going to be on this show. And then the opportunity presented itself to face literally the dude who lost the heavyweight championship in an Ironman match to Gabriel Fuerza on the previous show. Standard Matthew Grant, Big Scary Holden Albright, one-on-one, 17 suplexes is all I have to say. No, I did not give him 17 suplexes. I took 17 suplexes. God damn it. Um, he kicked the shit out of me in that match, but it showed that I could take it. And I don't think the crossbody audience was ready for the ass-whooping that I took that night <laughs> and the ass-whooping that I continued to get up from. Um, the fire that... Uh, I think he had kneed me in the face and chopped me and I just kept firing up, and like I hit a point where I was just like, "Motherfucker, hit me!" <laughs>
0: I recall uh, that,
2: and he and he hit me, and he hit me hard. And that's a match that, again, showed not only the cross body audience but myself. I, I I proved to myself that night that I could hang with one of the best in Ontario and hold Malbright. I'd had a chance to wrestle him a couple times before. I wasn't satisfied, but that night was one of the very few times i would walked away from a match happy and content. And again, as a performer, I'm the biggest cri- cri- uh, critic, critique. I critique myself. You're, I'm the biggest critic. critic. Yeah. Y- y'all, y'all know the English as I'm trying to go here. But um, yeah, that match, it's on YouTube now as well, which I'm super happy about. So people could check that out. Uh, Crossbody's been... Doing some amazing things, uh, in the past several years. And now we're going into 2023 and they're starting the uproar tapings coming up. They've got family day feud coming up, uh, in February. So crossbody's getting back to some crazy shit. And I'm super fucking stoked to be a part of it. I am here for it. I'm going to be
1: there on the 6th, of course, at, uh, that, that crossbody uproar taping. So that should be, that should be extremely exciting. And uh, since we're talking about Holden Albright, we're talking about another friend of Holden Albright, another friend of ours. We're talking about, and I'll go on record right now and I'll say it, he is the best unsigned talent in Ontario. And that's El Diablo Gabriel Fuerza. So tell us about your match at HWE.
2: So I, I had heard a few names thrown around for who I was possibly going to face on this October show. And when I first found out that it was going to be Fuerza, um, for one, to get the singles opportunity against him at this stage was something I was super excited about. Um, I'd had a chance to wrestle him in a couple of different matches before Uh, I've never really walked away from a match involving Gabriel Forza all that happy. And that's nothing against him whatsoever. Again, going back to what I said a couple of minutes ago, I'm just the biggest critic of myself. And I always find ways to not be happy with my work. But that night at HWE, um, that crowd, again, going back to what HWE provides when it comes to their shows that crowds always rock in the don coloff arena is a super special place for wrestling shows um and they add to the atmosphere of those wrestling shows when it comes to hwe we had the chance to kick off the show as well which is a a position that i always love being in you get the hottest point of the crowd at least in my personal opinion and yeah you also get get to work and then
1: get done and you're done the rest of the night
2: (laughs) sit back, enjoy the rest of the show, you know what I'm saying? Um, to get a chance to do that with Gabe, um, again, like you said, and I'll I'll echo that sed- that sentiment like over and over and over again, he is the best unsigned talent in Ontario. Um, he makes everything look so flawless, he makes it look so easy, and to have the chance to drop the championship to him, to hear that reaction when I t- tapped out to that Boston Crab or that Lion Tabor, he literally drove his knee in to the middle of my back and, you know, bent me in half. Um, Literally forced me to tap out at that point. But uh, there's no better person I would have rather dropped that Cruiserweight Championship to than Gabe. Um, I'm really excited to see what I'm doing going forward in HWE, but that was a nice way to end off that chapter, uh, getting that chance to face off against El Diablo one-on-one at HWE. Well, there you
1: go. I I mean I got to ring announce him uh, coming to the ring for a new Frontier Pro and it was just one of the highlights of my night. Uh probably actually it was the highlight of my night. I believe he was in the main event that night and I was just ecstatic. I got to call him come to the ring. He's, you know what I
2: mean? He's amazing, man. He's a he's a great dude and an incredible performer. And again, if you, you haven't heard the name Gabriel Forza, so stop what you're doing right now on YouTube that guy. He's unbelievable and he's he's not gonna be on the indies too long if he has anything to say about it
1: no and we talked about him earlier as part of a tag team with uh uh von vertigo fight or flight you can check von out on the wwe network because he's been out in the uk working and he's he's got stuff up on there and and fuerza you're definitely if you don't know him you will go check him out right now his timing is crisp Uh, psychology is great he's a fantastic performer through and through and a great guy I will add, and now we're, we're hitting numero uno. I feel like we just flew right through this. It's been such a, such an easy flow here, but speaking of flow, you, you got some flow in this one. You went viral for God's sake (laughs) with pro wrestling, Ontario trios ladder match.
2: What happened? So the trios ladder match is super Special to me, it's literally my favorite match of my career. There's no doubt about it in my mind. Um, not just of 2022, but literally tops of my career. Um, so nine people alone in a match absolutely chaotic, cluster fun. You, you, you turn that into a trios match, you're like, okay, maybe there's a little bit of you know rules, maybe there's only gonna be three people in the ring at a time. Cool, wrong. It's a freaking ladder match for the trios championships. And we're not talking just ladders. We're talking kendo sticks. We're talking wrenches. We're talking literally whatever we could get our hands on. We kicked the absolute shit out of each other. Um, like I said, kendo sticks, wrenches. Uh, Crystal Moon got powerbombed off the second rope through a table. She jumped off a ladder. Uh, I got assault driver through a ladder off the second rope. I speared Tolerero. Jeff Hardy, Edge, style. It was one of the craziest things we saw. Scumbag Yates literally like dying, come back to life, all in one same vein. It it was a night unlike any other. Uh, it was a debut in a brand new building. They wanted something special, and goddamn it, I believe we gave it to them on that night. Um, <laughs> I'll never forget the message i got from mike forte the, probably a few weeks ago when we were talking about it just casually and he's like every, we had every reason for that match to be an absolute clusterfuck but we made headlines instead and that has stood out to me like crazy when it comes to looking back on this match because that is the truth man like I truly believe going into this match, like there is no way this is going to be as good as we plan it to be. And it came out, I think better than we could have ever imagined. So a big shout out to Pro Wrestling Ontario for the opportunity. We made it a little bit better, at least on my end, as we walked away with our first of two trios championships, in PWO in that match. So uh, to cap off my 2022 list with that match, for my very first run as trio's champion, to complete winning every championship in Pro Wrestling Ontario with Empire, with that match, it just wraps it all up in a little bow.
1: It wraps up in a neat little package. I mean, what else can you say? You, you, you guys had a great match. Uh, just to clarify for those who might not be be catching. What he was saying. When he said Jeff Hardy style, uh, Tyler Arrow was hanging from the rafters, and Matt speared him mid air, and it was a fantastic spot. Like I said, they went viral. It was all over the place.
2: Also, a big shout out to Savage Media Productions because I don't think anybody would have got the footage that they got, but like man, they nailed that shot, and I'm forever grateful for it.
1: I mean, we're talking about a lot of these promotions that are, oh, yeah, they're putting content out. You can get that content online now. A lot of that has to do with Savage Media. Uh, so, yeah, big shout out to, to Travis, Captain Dirty Beard, and uh, the whole team over there at Savage Media for doing awesome work.
2: Not only for PWO, but God damn it, making Ontario a better place while they're at it, too. Those guys are frickin' gems.
1: All over the place. All over the place. They're fantastic. And uh, so that was your, I mean, that was your top five of the year. And that was just 2022. And I was at, I think, at least three or four of those. And they were great. Um, I think that's, that's a crazy nice because,
2: taste. It's crazy because 2022, like, I believe the first, like, couple months of the year, we were still kind of ending off with the pandemic as well. So, like, not really a complete year. Not my... Uh, Not what I wanted out of the year in terms of like matches uh, when it comes to a total. But man, the memories and the matches that were had were super, super fun. I'm very blessed to have had the year that I did have. And going into 2023, hopefully bigger and better things. And speaking of upcoming events, this Friday, if you're listening to this on the release date, this being January 1st, this Friday, January 6th, Cross Body Pro Wrestling returns with the Uproar tapings. We're going to be taping for YouTube every single Wednesday. It will be airing at 7 p.m. Eastern. That will be starting the following week, but we will be doing the tapings. You guys should come out. There's some crazy stuff planned. I uh, just got wind of my very first uh, match for the Uproar tapings. And holy shit. You guys need to be there for this. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, There's also a second uproar taping going down the following Friday, January 13th. That's going to be at uh Crossbody Studios. You can check them out at CBPW Academy and all forms of social media to keep up with what they are doing on a regular basis. On the 14th of January, HWE returns to the Ancaster Fairgrounds for Rumble to the Crossroads. And I'll announce it right here. I am entering the 30 man battle royal to get an opportunity at the HWE championship. I'm a former cruiserweight champion, and now it's time to move on to bigger and better things. I'm coming for that heavyweight championship. The show features Boreal's twins, the Bollywood boys. There's a tremendous amount of names on the show. HWE network.net for tickets. And last but not least, my last show for the month of January, and it kind of ties into our next episode as well, Pro Wrestling Ontario, the fifth anniversary, as I go one-on-one with Mark Shaw and one-on-one with my guest for the next episode, as Mark Shaw will be appearing on the second episode of Setting the Standard as we go through a 2018 Pro Wrestling Ontario retrospective, as we talk about the very first year Pro Wrestling Ontario, me winning the open weight Championship and everything behind it. We're going to have a nice little combo with Mark, and we're also going to talk uh, real-time. So we're going to talk about what happened at the Crossbody Uproar Tapings, and we're going to keep you updated with what I am doing on the independent scene. If you want to keep up with that as well, from not only this podcast, but through my social media, you can follow me at Matthew Grant. First date is a four. You can check out THT the handshaking team at the handshakingteam.com and of course we are exclusively on Sunday night's main event. That is sundaynightsmainevent.com
1: Wow, that was amazing. What a, what a, a promotional package you just put together for all those upcoming events. And like you said, if you want to follow Matt on social media, Hit him up there. You can follow me on Instagram at the real Uncle Bobby B. I don't use Twitter because it's a cesspool, but to each their own and uh, excited to have Mark Shaw on. We're going to talk about a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, I think for a pilot episode, this is going to leave you wanting a little bit more. And uh, I think we're going to bring that to you. What do you say, Matt?
2: I definitely think we're going to be doing that. So thank you guys. And uh, like my good pal Brady says, Wu-Tangs for the children.
0: Adios. So there you have it. That's the premiere episode of Setting the Standard featuring Matthew Grant and Uncle Bobby B. That show and many more can be heard over at the SNME Radio Network and specifically on our Patreon over at patreon.com SNME Radio where for just $5 a month you can get this show and every other show that we produce straight to your inbox and podcast catcher. That's patreon.com SNME Radio. And we thank you again for your continued support here at SNME Radio. Thank you. And remember, stay tranquilo.